0: INSPIRE with the CEDP Mission Team, connecting with teachers to transform students' experience of religious education.
1: Welcome to INSPIRE, my name's Scott Carroll, teaching educator with the Mission Team in Catholic Education in the Diocese of Parramatta, and today I'm at Parramatta Marist. Parramatta Marist has had three teachers who've involved in the development of the new curriculum, And one of them is the REC here at the school. And today we're also joined by the principal, Mr. Mark Pauschman, and they're going to have a conversation about the learning that's happened so far for teachers and students in relation to the development and trial of the new curriculum here.
2: Hi, I'm Mark Pauschman, Principal at Parramatta Marist High School. So I'm in my second year here at Parramatta after being six years, seven years as Principal out at Orange. So I'm quite excited about the new program and direction that we're going in RE here in um, the Parramatta Diocese.
1: Um, my name is Melinda McGrath. I'm a developer uh, for the new RE curriculum. I'm currently working with the Stage 5 team and I'm currently um, developing and trialling a project titled One Life, One Chance, which is being delivered to our Year 10 cohort at Parramatta Marist.
2: So I guess um, to begin with, Melina, um, I just want to firstly thank you for um, putting yourself forward to um, work as a developer for the course. As you know, uh, we're a project-based learning school and uh, we have a specific way of um, you know, delivering our pedagogy. So how has understanding what project-based learning is about and then looking at this whole new experiential inquiry approach to the RE curriculum, how has that, in a way, enhanced your classroom practice?
1: I think in terms of enhancing uh, my classroom practice, it's really just reinforced what we already do at the school. I think being a project-based learning school from 7 to 10, we do use similar language such as know and need to know lists and we constantly refer to them throughout the projects um, and reinforce them to underpin the learning of the students. In terms of, I guess, the positives in the experiential learning um, approach and inquiry approach is it's really given students the opportunity to take ownership over their own learning and exercise their agency where I know there are a little so there are some differences where project-based learning is exploring the answer um, to a solution where inquiry is kind of coming up with the solution on their own so they're really the drivers of their own learning so I think that's how it's um, enhanced my classroom practice so far.
2: So with this approach, in the project-based learning, normally we provide the the problem or we provide the direction or the driving question, whereas in an experiential or inquiry approach, the students are having to develop that. How are you finding that as a distinction between directed and um, being allowed the students' voice coming into this?
1: So I think um, in terms of uh, being more inquiry-based, in the past, for example, if we were going to create this um, project for a problem-based learning unit, we would be very um, prescriptive in giving students ethical issues that they had to focus on in terms of how it compromises the dignity of the human person, where with this approach, we're really giving the students the opportunity to choose the uh, the issues that they're interested in. And I guess through trial and error, there are some issues that are more um, relevant in our society today, and that have come to light in the Catholic context And there are some issues that might not be as relevant and there might not be as much research on those issues. So through trial and error, the students are really driving their own learning and and using that process to direct their their summative task and their learning.
2: So given that um, up until now, it's been very much a directed process through project-based learning, how have you found the students' reaction to this process?
1: Um, I think so far the students' reaction has been quite positive. They're very interested in finding out the information on their own but also taking ownership on what they're interested in and I think again it comes back to their own experiences, what they've been exposed to and what interests them. So I think um, it has been a positive um, experience in the classroom and I have heard good reviews um, from some students that they, they really enjoy the project and they enjoy the topics that they're learning that they do have that ownership over what they're doing.
2: Have you found any challenges in the classroom in you know through this model?
1: I think so far there haven't been many challenges. I think the only challenge is um, the different language with the two pedagogies. So for project based learning, we obviously have benchmarks, we have reflections, no need to know is that's all similar. Success criteria is something that the students aren't familiar with, so I think. Just wrapping their head around the type of language, and it's just something that will come with more exposure and getting used to that different type of language. So,
2: so with the theme or the topic that you're um, trialling in the classroom, how have you found the students working towards you know towards that authentic learning that gives them real meaning? Do you find that it is real, or is it just something that's um, you know a concept that they're just developing and learning?
1: I think it's definitely authentic. I think it comes down to how you craft the project and the resources that you find. So it really takes some time to go through the internet, find relevant resources that are relevant to the students' lives and that are happening in this day and age, rather than just finding anything to put in the project as a a box. So I've really um, done some work with Bruce and um, some of the other teachers to look at relevant articles. So we've looked at a recent article for artificial intelligence um, and how that may impact the perspective of jobs in the future, but also looking at things like climate change and how that affects the dignity of the human person as well. So trying to make those authentic connections through relevant resources.
2: The project so far, or the trial so far, how do you feel it's going with, within the classroom?
1: I think it's going really well. It's uh, It's been really successful so far. Um, we've been looking at, obviously, dignity as a main concept that underpins um, all of the learning and all of the activities. And, um, It might seem as an easy concept to understand, but when we're actually discussing it in class and looking at activities, sometimes the students do struggle to find that connection between um, issues that are happening in our world and making that connection to dignity, such as climate change. So I think it is going well so far. So they are being challenged by the work that's presented to them. So I think overall it's been quite successful.
2: And then from a teacher's perspective, how do you find this course as opposed to how you would have delivered um, you know, RE in other ways?
1: Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I think it's good to have that um, free reign to look at resources that I can include in activities rather than being set to a particular amount of outcomes and um, topics that we need to focus on. So it does give that opportunity for trial and error and see what works with the students and what they're engaged in and what they um, maybe are not so interested in, so.
2: I had a conversation with a a casual teacher who has been in a couple of those classrooms, and she's finding it fascinating that um not only from her own perspective but also the fact that the boys are engaged and um, they're actually quite interested in the topic and wanting to take that further. Is that part of what we want to do with this um the whole new re curriculum and the, you know the development we want to go into the future?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think it's um the main thing is we want them to be engaged, but also take that step further to want to be inquirers of their own learning. So that's the whole concept of inquiry-based learning is that they really need to be the focus and the driver of their own learning. So they're asking those questions and they're researching more because they are truly and authentically engaged in the topic that's before them well
2: melinda i just want to say thank you again uh, for being part of this course um i can see a lot of excitement happening into the future and where we're going to go with that and so again thank you for not only being a developer but also um you know constantly wanting to engage our students and wanting to improve not just their learning but also being part of a faith community which i know this is part of the, the foundation of what this is all about so thanks melinda for your time
1: no worries thanks mark
2: Good morning, my
0: name is Victor, I'm the REC at Parramatta Morris High School and I'm a developer for Stage 6 for the new RE curriculum and today we have Gina um, joining us.
3: Uh, And I'm Gina and I'm a teacher at Parramatta Morris High School and I'm one of the developers for Stage 4.
0: In a school with such an ingrained focus on project-based learning, how has the experiential and inquiry-based approach of the new RE curriculum enhanced your classroom practice?
3: Um, I feel that we do this already um, to a lot of extent. Um, we bring in experts and we kind of like have discussions and excursions and um, we ask students what they need to know about different you know, topics or themes and that sort of thing. It's also driven by the students, so it's also that inquiry-based aspect. And it confirms the model that we're using um, in that... It enhances the new curriculum.
0: Can you provide any examples of experiential learning in the last um, since the uh, trial of the new curriculum?
3: Yeah, we had um, we're talking about um, our faith community, and we had Brother Matthew Green come and talk to the students at one of the year meetings, and um, they got to ask him a lot of different questions, and um, some of the questions that were just you know you know stay, you know year seven sort of type inquiry questions that we kind of just go, oh you can't ask that, but he just that they just do anyway. Um, and he was really good. He actually stood there and ans- answered all their questions. And, um, you know, they have um, things like Champagner Day, which we looked at our faith community again. We celebrated our Founders Day. And they really got involved with the activities days and with the mass. And, you know, they got to know their buddies a little bit more because they have your 12 Buddy System going on. And it's kind of, you know, bringing the community together in in the topic of belonging to community.
0: So what what impact on the student learnings do you think that that's had, that, those experiences?
3: It's had a great impact on their learning because, like, you know, I was reading some of their reflections just last night on what they thought it meant to belong to the Parramatta Maris community and what it felt like for them, knowing that they're going to be part of, like, this, you know, big history that's coming up, you know, for them. And they were reflecting on so many different aspects of what it is to be Marist and what it is to be part of Parramatta Maherist and what it is to be part of their faith community because a lot of them, they go to mass at school but they might not go at home on the weekends. But they had a better understanding when they were looking through things and, and when they were reflecting on what we had done in class and they actually had thought back to their own school experiences and went, yeah, I, I know that and I understand why I do that. Um, and I understand a little bit more about Marcelin and what his goal was and how I can live the charisms.
0: Had there been any challenges in implementing the new curriculum or um, to your practice?
3: I think that we've had... Uh, one One of the challenges that I can identify straight away probably would be the success criteria because the terminology that we use there is probably slight... Well, it's, it's different to what we use in our, in our um, PBL process, in our project-based learning. But I think that, you know as we move forward and we start to maybe integrate some of those terms, that the students will be more familiar with those. But I think that's something that, you know, will come with time. But um, I, I think that was one of the challenges that we've... or the main challenge, because, like, students weren't understanding those words. We use different words that mean similar things, but they're not used to that particular style of learning.
0: Can you comment on students' engagements with uh, with the concepts that underpin the learning cycle?
3: OK, so um, our learning cycle is belonging to community... And um, when they were looking at community, we'd started um, by looking at what past students have thought and what teachers, ex-students who are now teachers at our school, what they think, feel and believe. And they started to get a real sense of, um, in their reflections, they started to get a sense of their destiny, I suppose, in one way, in that they can do and be anything and that they have this whole sense that they belong to a bigger community, not just, you know, the 180 boys that surround them each day. And I think that, you know... In terms of belonging, they belong to the church community and they were participating in the masses because they did the readings and things like that as well and they went up and did their Champagne Awards and we also have boys who altar serve and So that they felt like they were being part of that community and so now they're going to need to express that in their own way. So when we were talking about ideas for their end product in terms of how they're going to display their learning they were thinking you know not only just what am I doing at school but they were thinking like I've got photos from when I was baptized I'm going to put some of those in my work because that's part of who I am and that's part of my story and my journey and belonging to this community and so what I have in my own personal life I bring to the rest of my group
0: is does something come to mind something struck you A moments a student moment or anything like that
3: I Think at the moment the entry event because i got them to create little figures and put all their personality on that figure and then place it somewhere within a rectangle on a wall and um, some of them were just reflecting their personality you know some of them would jump like put their figure on top of other figures and they were trying to just like you know do play stacks on and then you had some kids who put their figure right in the on the boundary line who would really like to push the push the borders and then they sort of like, you know, had a massive conversation about where they put each other and who they were joking with and what they were doing. So we kind of visually brought them together and I think that was a really good starting point. And we still have those figures in their little groups on the wall in the classroom and you know that we titled them Our Community and it's it's really nice. So that was a really good starting point and something that just jumps off the page straight away at me.
0: Thank you very much for your time.
3: Thanks.